Welcome to the Healthy Tips Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudo for your app software needs, BulletPad for building lists on your iPad, and also supported by donations from our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Ittersom, and today we're talking about the dangers of high fructose corn syrup. We're specifically going to talk about five reasons that high fructose corn syrup will kill you. And this is from an article entitled Five Reasons High Fructose Corn Syrup Will Kill You by Mark Hyman, MD. The number one reason that he gives is that all sugars, in whatever form they're consumed, they're consumed in high doses that cause obesity. In our country right now, we have a serious problem with obesity. You know, Kara, one 20-ounce pop, and I'm not going to go on and just call out all the manufacturer's names, but plastic 20-ounce pop has approximately 17 teaspoons of sugar. So drink two of those, you got 34 teaspoons of sugar that day, just from the pop. Right. And in this case, it's in a high-fructose corn syrup that we're talking about primarily. Oh, right. You know, that's right. There was something that happened back in 1977 where the American sugar producers got together and they worked on the agriculture department. So in the farm bill, they put a tariff on imported sugar, which caused the price of sugar to rise, which means that each sugar producer in the United States would get more money for their products. Well, the manufacturers of food products didn't like that one little bit. And so this process that had been discovered in 1957, but had been refined in Japan in the early 60s to produce sugar out of corn, and then it became known eventually as high fructose corn syrup. And today they're lobbying just to call it corn syrup (laughs) so that they could get away from the bad name. But that process in the early 60s became commercially available. And so the manufacturers began to move towards that because producers began to produce huge 500-gallon vats of this corn syrup. This particular material is a lot cheaper, not just a little bit cheaper, but it's a lot cheaper. And especially since the sugar tariffs have never gone away. And the corn is actually also being subsidized. That's also what helps it to be less expensive. As an American government policy, we subsidize all corn growers through the farm bill. So on the one hand, we put tariffs to keep the price of real sugar high. And this is, I mean, cane sugar, beet sugar, all the other grown sugars. And in the other case, we prop up the price of corn so that the high fructose corn syrup continues to be less expensive. So it's more prevalently used in soda pop now, we're saying. Almost 100%. At today's market, many of the companies, Coke, Pepsi, 7-Up, almost 100% of the sugar in their product is high fructose corn syrup. Wow. Okay, now, and it's kind of funny because (laughs) it's kind of a moot point, whether it's sugar or high fructose corn syrup, but we are going to tell you why the high fructose is a little more dangerous for us as consumers. But, you know, it's an, it's interesting to note that Americans actually consume 140 pounds per person per year of just sugar of any kind. I mean, all the different, all of the above type sugars. That's a lot of sugar. 
So, you know, it's hard, hard to argue that one's better than another, but we are, in fact, going to talk a little bit about why the high fructose corn syrup is a little worse for you. And, and that gets us right into the second point that Mark Hyman makes in his article, which is that high fructose corn sugar and cane sugar are not the same. High fructose corn sugar is extracted from corn, and this is done in a highly chemical process, and regular sugar is sucrose. It's composed of two saccharide molecules, he says. One is fructose and one is glucose, and these are tightly bound together in a 50-50 ratio. And high fructose corn sugar is fructose and glucose, composed of two molecules, one fructose, one glucose. They're unbound in a 55-45 ratio, so they're quite different. The difference is that high fructose corn sugar is far cheaper because it's produced with this government subsidizing, and also its molecules are unbound, and it doesn't require very much digestion. So fructose goes directly to the liver, and there it's readily converted to triglycerides and cholesterol, the bad kind of cholesterol. And so you have a fatty liver as a result of that, and also a, an awful lot of other fat floating around in your bloodstream that you really don't need. And this type of sugar, the high fructose corn syrup or corn sugar, is yeah. it's really a syrup. <laughs> it doesn't trigger normal productions of insulin and leptin, and therefore it bypasses what we call the hunger response mechanism in the human body. So we don't even recognize that we're hungry. We're getting way too much sugar in our system, and it's not being regulated. The other thing that HFCS does, to be absorbed through the gut, it requires more energy. So what it basically does is it strips the phosphorus molecules from the ATP, which ATP chemical is the body's molecular currency, as they say. This is a product that helps to normalize and regulate the energy cycle of the cells. So that process gets all screwed up when you're using HFCS in particular. Wow. We're going to take a break here for a moment to thank a sponsor. This segment of our podcast is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is a great tool for writers and thinkers, featuring a simple but powerful toolbar above the keyboard to help you navigate your text with arrow keys and to change the indent of your bullet points. Use drag and drop to move your bullet points anywhere in the list. Use the zoom in feature to drill down on any section of your list or use zoom out to get the big picture view. BulletPad is available now for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for bullet pad. So we have all this excess fat in our system. We have all this excess sugar floating around in our body because it's not being regulated by the insulin and the leptin. And in addition to that, we're tired as all get out because we don't have any energy. Okay. So we can see that this is a major problem, right? Several toxic chemicals appear in the HFCS as well, and particularly in the manufacturing process. So if a manufacturer, this would be like a major manufacturer of the syrup itself, uses certain processes, 
some of these processes leave mercury behind. Wow. When this HFCS was first discovered, it had to be liberated from the corn using arsenic. And, of course, they had to stop that right arsenic. away. Arsenic. Because, of course, arsenic Whoa. does kill us. Unfortunately, mercury kills us as well. And it certainly adds a lot of pain and suffering to the body while it's in there. So why why don't we know about this? Well, they're not required to put it on the label. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we think GMOs are bad. Yeah, they have arrangements where some of these trace elements don't have to be there. Also, what are you going to say? You know, it's a $10, $15 billion industry. They buy a lot of politicians for that amount of money. Wow. They're largely unregulated, and they're subsidized with our tax money. That's pretty strange. All right. Well, I think we need to start writing our Congress people or whatever. I mean, this sounds really bad. Well, we have obesity in America to the level that we have never seen it in the history of the world. We were looking at a graph, oh, about six weeks ago, and we saw a huge major spike right around the mid-80s. And so when I was uh, talking to the lecturer, I said, well, why did it spike? And she said, well, I'm not really sure. She's a nutritionist at the hospital. And she says, I'm not really sure why it spiked. Well, today in my research for this, I discovered that Coke and Pepsi in particular, and some of the other soda manufacturers, in 1984 shifted from sugar to high fructose corn syrup. Wow. And I have been a major consumer of <laughs> Coke, Pepsi, and many of the other soft drinks on the market. So I'm sure that, you know, my consumption probably went up. Two liter bottles became the norm. They could mm -hmm. produce two liters as cheaply as they could produce a, a 20 ounce bottle. It's so cheap. And people get those great big uh, gulp containers at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> and then they can go fill them up for free, practically. I mean, this is just ridiculous. And it's no wonder that we have so many people addicted to these substances now. It's permeated our society to a point where people just really don't pay attention anymore. I mean, anytime you go into a restaurant and you order something, almost everybody's drinking pop. And all that is is this kind of sweetener, primarily. No, no nutrients, no vitamins, no minerals, no proteins, just pure empty calories. That brings us to point three that Dr. Mark Harmon makes, which is the quantity of sugars total are so large that the Americans consume that approximately 20% of our diet is now made up of sugar. Right. <laughs> and weren't you saying that is it like roughly half of that is this kind of sugar, this really bad uh, Probably stuff? about as much as 50 to 60% of that 20%. So like Kira said, 10% uh, to 12% of the total diet is HFCA. What's really scary, too, is a lot of this is the young people drinking this. They're out at the burger joints having their pop. And it's not unusual for them to have a couple of these pops or more in one day. And what did you say it was? We're, I'm just looking at 17 teaspoons of sugar in each one of those pops. Well, that's a lot of sugar. And then you add to that the sugar-laden cereal they're having for breakfast and, you know, whatever treats and sugary things they're eating throughout the day. You can see that a huge amount of the calories that the kids are having is in the form of sugar. And, you know, when you're at the fast food, of course, we all like these offers, buy one, get one free. But when you're at the fast food and you buy a pop, it's buy one, get four free, get six free, get eight free. As many times as you want to go back to the soda dispenser, you can have more. 
we're talking about an addictive substance, I think, because it perpetuates itself. You eat it, and then you're hungry for more. It really is sort of the cocaine of the food industry, don't you think? I do, I do. And, and of course, fats, too, are part of that. But today our talk is primarily on uh, high fructose corn syrup. We'll get into the fats on another podcast. Right. And, well. of course, we have done a podcast on sugar and the addiction of sugar before this. But this is a particularly dangerous form of sugar because of the way it does digest and the fact that it does bypass a lot of the body's signals. You know, So, Kira, you just segued into Mark Hyman's point number four. Okay. <laughs> well, and number four is that these industries who make this, the producers claim that it's safe and they falsely cite the medical professionals as people who endorse them. And that's just nothing but bullface lies because there are medical studies that have been done by many of the major medical universities and the medical community does not endorse this sugar and especially this particular variety. And studies show that they are not safe at all. In fact, this is why we know that they're not digested properly, because the medical community has researched them and made this information available. So point number five, and that brings us to our quick and healthy tip of the day. Point number five is that HFCS is almost always a marker of poor quality, of nutrient-poor disease-creating industrial food product, food substances. We ask ourselves, well, why is that? So you come back to if a manufacturer is buying this and not buying real sugar, and okay, so he will say it's real sugar, and it is sugar, and it is natural (laughs) from the state that it comes from the corn. It's not natural in the sense that it has to be highly chemically processed to get it out of the corn. With cane sugar, with uh, beet sugar, with honey, the processes to extract them from that are much simpler and much less chemically induced. So that's why some people say this is not a natural substance. But the basic point is that if they're buying it and putting it in their product, it's primarily to save money. So the word cheap definitely comes up here. Right. It's a cheap ingredient. Well, and as you were saying earlier, if they're putting that cheap ingredient in this food, it's likely that they're putting other cheap ingredients in it also, and therefore the entire product is subpar when it it's comes to... It's very suspect. It, absolutely yeah. true. It's, it's got to be suspect. I mean, if you're putting your main sweetener is put in for cheapness, what are you going to do with your fats? Well, and we're tasting it, aren't we? When you go to taste products today, so many complaints about products that used to be really delicious, and now we taste them, it's like, gee, this just doesn't taste the same as it used to. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. In fact, one of the parts of my research this afternoon kind of made me chuckle a little bit. People that live in border states near the Mexican border find ways to get Mexican Coke, not cocaine, Mexican Coca-Cola, because in Mexico they produce coca-cola and their syrup is real sugar or granulated sugar in the syrup not hfcs yeah so people that know the difference (laughs) they they find ways of getting mexican coke from across the board this is another one of those things that's beginning to really annoy me is that those who should be regulating these types of things are falling down in the job in other countries they're much more conscientious about what they're allowing out into the food market We need to take a break for a moment to thank a sponsor. This segment of our program is sponsored by AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. 
The Japanese word judo means the gentle way. The martial art of judo got this name because it signifies maximum efficiency and mutual welfare and benefit. App Judo follows these same principles in all its software development projects, using the best technologies and computer science principles to serve clients' needs elegantly and intelligently. App Judo prides itself on building attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, App Judo can help make your project a success. Visit App Judo today at www.appjudo.com. So to finish our tip for the day, Dr. Mark Hyman's words himself. And I quote him, he said, if you find high fructose corn syrup on the label of the products, you can be sure that the product is not whole, real, fresh food full of fiber, vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, and antioxidants. Stay away if you want to stay healthy. We still must reduce our overall consumption of sugar. But with this one simple dietary change, you can radically reduce your health risks and improve your whole health. Yeah, so we've just made that commitment to stay away from all this kind of thing. All of the high fructose corn syrup products will no longer be coming into the Van Anderson house. Well, unfortunately, our kitchen is stocked with them right now. We are loaded. And we just (laughs) got done talking about what are we going to do about it? I mean, are we going to like throw them out? Sounds like a good idea to me. (laughs) Anyway, before we end, I want to just say for those of you listening that we are not licensed healthcare providers and nothing we say here should be misconstrued as medical advice. It's not meant to treat or diagnose or prescribe anything. Everything that we share here in our podcast is our own opinions based on our own personal research and our experimentation. So please consult your own licensed medical advisor before following this or any other health program or advice. The bottom line is you're responsible for your own life, and we do encourage you to do some research of your own as well. Bill and I want to thank you for being with us today. You can subscribe to our podcast by going to iTunes Podcast and look for the Healthy Tips Podcast produced by the Better Living Institute. You can also find us at our own website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com, where you can find all our podcasts, articles, and products. If you enjoyed today's program, we hope that you will share it with your friends and family. For the Better Living Institute, this is Kieran Bill Van Ittersom. So long for now, everyone. 